welcome to Inbox. It is a bite-sized podcast that we do, part of the Swapping Joysticks family. I'm your host, Ben Ostwick. Joining me, as always, is Ed Nightingale. And if you don't know what Inbox is, we just go and answer a few of your questions. We take a handful of the questions that you've submitted and we discuss them. Ed, though, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, thanks, Ben. How are you? Doing very well. Now, we are actually famous in China now. We are. Yes, the well. Do you want to explain? Well, the uh, the swapping joysticks podcast that we did with Ben Star, voice of Clive, Clive, has now been translated into Chinese and is on Weibo. Yes, it's quite amazing. Um, but yeah, so we will be. <clears throat> well, we're going to be answering uh, a few questions. One of those is the one that quite a few people have been asking: What tweets? What thirsty tweets did Ben Star refuse to read? Um, and I've been edging people, and I'm going to edge you a little bit longer because it's going to be the last question that we discuss. So feel free to fast forward if you need to. But um, no, you don't do that. <laughs> hopefully, you'll find the other part in- interesting as well. But yeah, we are going to go and read the ones that he didn't read, which you'll be like, yeah, yeah, I can understand why not. Um, okay, so first question, mm. and this is from I can't remember actually who this was from because uh, it was an old one uh, before we put names on them. The last few years. Uh, have seen us finally getting openly queer characters in mainstream video games. Which historical gaming characters do you think would be LGBTQ plus if their games were released today? Lara Croft. Yeah, I think that's like the obvious one, isn't it? Yeah, I. I mean, she's she's been queer in the comics, I think, mm. um, and I'm pretty sure Rihanna Pratchett, who wrote the remake. Yep. Tomb Raider. I'm pretty sure she said that she would love to see uh, her as a queer character and that they considered writing her as a queer character. So yeah. I I would love to see a queer Lara Croft because she's such a feminine and feminist icon yeah. and was clearly made <clears throat> originally for... <coughs> right there. Yeah, yeah, sorry. A little cough. I don't have a cough button on this because we share a... Yeah. Um, she, I think, was very much made for the male gaze originally. Gaze made for the gaze. The gaze, no, for the gaze, oh. um, for the viewing, <laughs> the pleasure of oh, the men. Okay. Yeah, and I would love to see that subverted. Um, yeah. Do you think that's what they're doing with Aloy? Because Aloy is kind of like the modern Lara Croft. I mean, she's nowhere near Lara Croft. I don't think, but the fact kind that they've of. made her. You know, the strong female character who does all the action stuff. Um, and they have, spoiler alert, made her queer. Bye, lesbian, I'm not sure. I I don't know if they're necessarily trying to follow Lara Croft, but I do feel like Lara Croft paved the way oh, yeah. for Aloy and paved the way for female protagonists. I mean, mm. we ha- obviously had female protagonists before Lara Croft. Um, Samus and Metroid being a major one. But you didn't know that until the very end when she mm. takes off her suit. So everyone thought they were playing as a man. Um, Lara Croft was very much, not the first, but a, a major female character uh, protagonist. So I think a lot of a lot of more recent ones have followed in her footsteps. But I think therefore to see her as a queer icon would be a massive statement. Yeah, there will be. I'm trying to think of who else, like... I mean, are Mario and Luigi just brothers? Are they? Uh, there's, there's a thing, isn't there? What's it called? Gay for pay? You, no. <laughs> yeah. 
when they're talking about plumbing and that's what they're talking about. Exactly. What's it called? Get your plunger out, Mario. What's the phrase called? This is... Oh, no, this is not... This wouldn't make them queer. Actually, quite the opposite. If one person... if So, like, two people have sex with the same person, they are mm, brothers. Fuck brothers? I don't, I don't, I don't think they would agree to be called that, but I can't remember what it was called. But yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they've both had a peach's peach. Mm. I'm going to try and find it. I mean, in all honesty, I reckon Sonic and Tails are gay. I mean, yeah. Tails is absolutely gay. He's the little twink that is in love with Sonic. Mm. And Sonic is... But then, that's the thing, is that there's this love triangle. Eskimo with... brothers, which is probably offensive, sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, apparently that is the name of it. Um, oh, it was... Popularized by the second episode of the American TV sitcom The League. The Le- the character Taco also sounds quite offensive. <laughs> Played by Yeah, when Okay. There you go. That is the that's apparently the phrase. Never heard that before. No. I don't think I wish to hear it again. No. That's it's probably quite a straight thing. I don't know, maybe. So Sonic- What about if you do it with the same man? Would that also be one? You you can't you know that the the I'm stare, so confused. What? The stare and the gaze from you yes. on a podcast doesn't quite work. It just it's just silence, Ed. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. Um anyway, I was talking about Sonic and Tails. Oh, you were, weren't you? And they are in a love triangle with Amy. Amy Rose. Not and Knuckles. No, no, no. Knuckles is off smashing Elmworlds. Yeah, Knuckles owns the bear bar. Yes. For sure. Mm. He's like the muscle jock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tails is like Twinkie and is in love with Sonic. But then Amy is also in love with Sonic. But it's unrequited. And Sonic never really reciprocates it. Even though she's known as Sonic's girlfriend. He's never. He's always running away from her to like save the world with Tails. So I'm like secretly, I think he's also gay. There was a an article I think written by Liv. Who was saying like how we romanticize and queer code animal characters or, you know, non-humans and robots and stuff because we are we were kind of starved of LGBT representation in games growing up. So is that why you're maybe going for Sonic? What about human ones? Are there any I mean Biggs and Wedge? But maybe I don't even know if they are straight. Is has there ever been any? But Biggs and Wedge in seven, because obviously they're in quite say, a few of them. I was going to say, they're in quite a few, so yeah. which are you specifying here? All of them? Especially seven remake? Just you're, just for the visuals. Yeah, you just want that to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's weird as well, because Biggs is not the one I'd expect to be called Biggs. Yeah. Biggs is the small one. That's true. Mm, Biggs is the one that looks a bit like Charlie Sheen, but attractive. I mean, they had the chance to, uh, to make them gay with remake, because obviously they could have updated... From the original. Yeah. And they chose not to. Definitely not, no. Biggs is very much a ladies' man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what other like major characters were there when we were gr- when we were growing up. I mean, there's obviously all like the horror ones, you know, Leon Kennedy and Clive Clive? No. What's the other one? Chris Redfield. Chris Clive Rosfield, Clive yeah. Getting mixed up there. Yeah. Um I was about to say Cliff Redfield then, no. Um <laughs> not Cliff. Nobody <laughs> no. nobody in the history Chris. of the world has, you know, been desirable called Cliff. The thing is, I'm going to ignore that. The thing <laughs> is, a lot of those characters are still around today. Ed fancies Cliff Richard, that's why. Oh, yeah, Cliff Richard. 
Sure. Because our friend Cliff isn't actually called Cliff. No. Doxed him. <laughs> wow. Um, a lot of these characters are still around today. So it's not quite sort of old characters that we wish were gay because by now there are so many mods and thirsts. Oh, yeah. You things can make around it. them that it's like half of these characters are now gay in people's minds. There were mods around when I was a kid. I remember being. Did I ever tell you about the Lara Croft thing when I was over at my. So. Oh, God. You're getting a story here and it's horrific. If you don't know it, it's extra horrific. You okay? Yeah, I'm just looking around the room. Why? For inspiration. Oh, okay. Well, my. So my friend, my next door neighbor, like best friend growing up, was called Andy, who we met. On the train, on the Eurostar. Oh, yeah. Which was a really weird coincidence. I was like, what the hell? I've not seen him in about... I literally haven't seen him since I was 16. 16, 17, because he moved away. So that is like half my life <laughs> away. But like, yeah, I still recognize each other. had a good chat. Um, he lives in London, so we're going to have to meet up. But anyway, I went over to his house. We used to go to each other's houses and stuff. And he had a, a decent computer that could play games. He used to play Earthworm Jim. Uh, all the classics, Worms, things like that. And he had Tomb Raider 2 on PC, because I had it on PlayStation, and, and I think he had it on PC. Would that be Tomb Raider 2? Or a yeah. Tomb Raider, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he decided to download the mod uh, where she gets her tits out. It removes the clothes from okay. her. So Was that a mod or is it a cheat code that was in the game? Was it actually in the game? Would they have nudity in the I game? Can't, I'm not entirely sure, but... You're going to search now, aren't you? Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, we thought that was amazing. And we were... God, we must have been about 13 years old, maybe. And we did like... Uh, so we decided that what would be really cool is if we printed that off. So he printed it off. And you know, remember the old days when you had printers? that were like... Wee, wee, wee. And it took ages. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it a mod or a cheat? Oh, I've just looked up Tomb Raider 2 Naked PC. Oh, dear. And the first article is Tomb Raider Nude Cheat was a myth, but it was almost real. No, we definitely saw nudity. There was definitely nudity. Or... Oh, it was a patch called Nude Raider. Yes, that might be it. Anyway, there was something. But it took a picture. But I'm like, I, just thinking back now, I'm like, did we actually just find a picture, or like a modded image of it on uh, and then... Print it off. I mean, I've definitely seen naked pictures of Lara Croft, but but the like pixelated, yeah, not but, pixelated, but, but not kind of in game. It's like mm. pre-rendered ones, like from a LucasAids ad and stuff like that. May I don't think it was that, but it it was like a version. I don't know, but anyway, we were printing it off, and uh, as it was halfway through printing, his mum walked in. <laughs> Lovely. Which was like in a tiny little computer room. We were sitting there printing off pictures of naked ladies with your trousers down we didn't have a trousers down no um but yeah and then he got she was very ashamed of us and uh he was banned from using the computer for like two weeks <laughs> a whole two weeks yeah well that was it you had to go outside and play on your skateboard and stuff like that oh absolutely not yeah but anyway that, that was my story there you go lovely that's that's very straight of me isn't it another answer to the question dante from devil may cry please because he is so sort of hyper-masculine, but also eccentric and just so extra that I feel like those games are actually really quite camp. Yeah. And DMC I can imagine... Dante. No, no. Original Dante. I quite like the DMC one. Just for, you know... That's a great game. People give that a bad rep. It's yeah. a great game. 
Would there be anybody in Zelda? Sidon? Prince Sidon? It's not it's really not old. old game, though, is it? Don't think so. No, and Link's definitely a twink. He always has been. It's weird that he's... Do you think that Zelda, because he's going after Zelda, is it a romantic relationship or is she... His... Well, it is in the recent games. Okay. I, I think it's 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 one of those things that's always been implied or assumed by mm-hmm. um, by gamers, but I don't think in every game it really is. Maybe she's his sister. Don't say that. Oh. Drag, drag no, mother. Now you've made it weird. <laughs> yeah, she's a sister, and she he's looking out for his older sister. But he's Link the Twink, and he goes cruising on a Friday night. For Sidon. Yeah, Prince Wydon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next question. <laughs> um, this is from uh, Gary, who says, Did you see a cream pie, or did you get a cream pie at the theatre on Tuesday evening? I did see a cream pie. Did you? I did. So, on Tuesday, I went to the theatre in the West End to see Mrs. Doubtfire. I didn't even get invited. Well, there was only one spare ticket, so sorry. It's fine. A lot of people have been coming out saying it's like the best musical they've ever seen. Who the fuck said like that? Like two, at least two people. Who were they? One person on my Instagram. I think both were on my Instagram. Because I think it's just Do new. Do they like theatre? Ed. Not everybody <laughs> is a critic like you. <laughs> like Ed came home and was like, sit down. We're going to review it. Or I'm going to review it for you. So I had, It I had wasn't a, that bad. No, it was a good 10 minutes of 15 I, I appreciated it. I was very tired, but I appreciated it. I'm sure. Um, so yes, Mrs. Doubtfire in the West End. It is, for the most part, the film on stage. It does modernise things. Okay. So it's set in current times. They have, like, iPads now. Oh. So it's not totally 90s. But obviously there is music in the middle of the the story beats. So there's some very strange bits like the the scene where Mrs. Doubtfire is sort of um, the 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 fake breasts are on fire and has to be patted out with the oh, uh, yeah. with the with the pan lids mm. um, that happens. But there's a whole cooking song mm. where Mrs. Doubtfire is basically looking up a recipe video on an iPad. And the YouTube video becomes an ensemble number where the ensemble are all in chef's outfits and start singing about spatchcocking chicken. And it's very strange. It is very, very strange. Mm. And there's a the, the song suddenly pauses in the middle because there's an ad break in the YouTube video. Mm. They obviously don't call it a YouTube video because they can't. But there is, a, there is a sudden ad break and someone else comes on and sings a different song that they all join in. And then it cuts back to the original song and it's like, what the fuck is going on? It is very strange. Um, but to answer, therefore, the question, yes, there is a cream pie. There is that bit in the film where um, Robin Williams shoves his face in a cream pie mm. because he doesn't want the social worker to know if it's that it's him and not Mrs. Doubtfire without the makeup. So mm. he shoves his face in a cream pie. And the same thing happens in the musical. It has all the all those kind of obvious story beats it has. It's kind of making me want to watch the movie again because I haven't seen it in about, yeah, 15, 20 years. Yeah, I hadn't seen it in years and then saw the film and it reminded me of, oh, that's what happens. Okay, I remember now. Um, I think I've only ever seen it once, but like such a long time ago, I don't remember. 
Yeah, I've seen it a few times, but when I was a kid, so years ago. Which was your favorite Robin Williams film? Um, there's so many good ones. There are. I mean, Mrs. Doubtfire is a classic. I feel like I have to go with Aladdin. Oh, that's like, cheating. Nobody else can be the genie. That is How true. How is that cheating? Because it's not a him. That's a Disney one. He didn't make it, did he? Well, no, but that character is Robin Williams. Like, oh, yeah. I haven't seen the the live action Aladdin, but mm. I can't imagine Will Smith doing it anywhere near as well as Robin Williams. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a different character and a different take, but like, it's just so iconic. Well, I'd say the best one has to be Happy Feet. Really? Yeah. No. Um, I know I think I probably would go for Mrs. Doubtfire, but I did obviously love, um, so I'm just, we're just looking at them here. Um, I did love uh, Flubber as well, although that's another one I only watched once. Yeah, I remember seeing Flubber at the cinema when I was a kid, and I've watched it bits of it more recently, and I've thought, this is terrible. Mm. Oh, Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji. That's a classic film. It's weird because my friend had Jumanji. I never really watched it. Um, well, I did watch it eventually, but... I, I just... saw that in the cinema and absolutely shat myself. Oh. Hang on, when when did that come 95. out? 95. So 95, you... so I was about I was 17 years old. Jeez. I was 8. Very much. <laughs> um, I might yeah. even have been seven. It's so I was very young. And like when the, it's the bit where, um, well, actually it's a general bit, like the the jungle drums start going and you know something's coming and something's mm. about to burst out of that board game. Um, it's fucking scary. So because there are a few films here that like, I've heard that some of his best stuff is actually the serious ones. Like is Dead Poet Society? That sounds quite serious. Yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, I'm not sure. Hook. Hook Patch is a great Adam. film. Yeah, so there's, I mean, yeah, he is, uh, he was a, a genius. The Birdcage. It's very camping. Yeah, isn't that about a drag place? I actually don't think I've seen it all the way through. There used to be a, bits of it. There used to be a drag bar in, I might still be one, uh, in Wakefield called The Birdcage. And it used to wow. be full of uh, women celebrating their birthday. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it was, it was mainly that. I mean, it's definitely a gay, I'm pretty sure, drag film, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that is, um, yeah, so that... Or is it the one about the couple getting a baby? Mm, is that Birdcage? I have no idea. Now you need to click on it and we need to find out. No, I don't. I need to find out. I'm, I'm like, are there any more films from him that were really good? Because I'm sure there are more, but no, all that I can think of are, yeah, Happy Feet. Happy mm. Feet too. Okay. Uh, then but anyway, so Mrs. Doubtfire was fine. Yeah. It's like a sort of fairly low three out of five. It's an entertaining evening at the theatre if you've had a couple of drinks and you just want something shallow and fun. It is not a good or sophisticated oh. piece of theatre. Oh, um, oh, sophisticated. Isn't sophisticated uh, subjective? No. Um, <laughs> I, I know there have been concerns and a lot of reviews when it came out on Broadway mentioned that people were concerned it was quite transphobic. Mm-hmm. I will say there is a song called Make Me a Woman where he transforms into Mrs. Doubtfire and mm. he is assisted in this with his gay couple friend who are who are costume designers. Of course they in, are. In, in the TV Do you know any show. costume designers? No, actually. No, me neither. And you know lots I of I don't uh, know necessarily if they, would be, if they would be gay men. Um, but here they are. And uh, they sing a very campy disco number um, about 
divas and all the the diva inspiration in order to make him a woman such as Cher and Donna Summer and then he says no 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 she's an old lady and so they start looking at Angela Merkel and um uh, and Maggie Thatcher and other awful characters yeah um Julia Childs I think it's the one who's she oh she the uh, Christian lady no Julia Childs was the chef in America it's oh. like the American Delia Smith basically who's the one that was the one the like the kind of well, think of the children person. Wasn't she a the housewife person? I'm going to have to search this now. Because I can't, we can't Maybe. do this on a podcast. And because people will be shouting out and then messaging. I know. Um, well, it's the, yeah. Uh, oh my God, what's her name? Anti-LGB campaign uh, US. Her name was Anita Bryant. Oh. That's right. Um, she was a singer and a political activist because she was just, she hated the gays. Okay. But she, oh no, she's still alive. Oh, that's disappointing. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, my feeling on this song is more that it is done in goodwill, I think. Yeah. It's more that it's quite misogynistic in diminishing women to a series of diva stereotypes, 99% of which were white. Um, so that wasn't great. Mm. I was saying the character was. Well, yeah, I guess. They're not going to start, yeah. Well, yeah, they're you don't not gonna... want to use black inspiration to make her or make him a a woman. Yes, that would be much more <laughs> awkward for sure. Um, so I I feel like it's sort of done in good faith, but it's also I think it's not even clever enough to even try and be transphobic. Yeah, like it's just it's such a silly, shallow show. It's that a pantomime it's... that got out of hand. Yeah, basically. So it's quite good fun. I had a nice evening. I saw some friends, and I saw a cream pie. To answer your question, Gary. Yeah, another one. All right. Well, what's the next theatre trip? We should go and see Cabaret. We should. Some friends have recommended some things to me that Ooh. are coming later in the year or next year. So I will Good. I will go look at, th- at things and look at tickets. Brilliant. Yeah, I like the theatre. I do like it. Uh, I've become a bit more critical. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, no, because I've decided... Yeah, well, it's another question. This isn't anything to do with gaming. But it's an LGBTQIA plus gaming podcast, so it, it tends to be a mix of everything. Um, Theatre, I'm not sure, but sure. Okay, the last question is the one that people have been waiting for, I'm sure. What tweets did Ben Starr refuse? He threw that phone at your face and said, fuck this shit, I'm out. Well, not quite. No. I mean, when I was looking for these tweets, I went to Twitter and I typed in FF16 and Clive and hot and sexy and thirst and then he went to the bathroom other, for 12, 20 minutes yeah <laughs> and so i i, I screenshotted a load i bet you did and i gave them <laughs> a load of tweets and i sent them to him in an order that was becoming yes. more raunchy which you can probably tell if you if anybody's listening to this from the tiktok video uh or the tiktok videos they get raunchy and raunchier each part that's come out. By the way, as of today, every single one of those four videos has reached hundred, at least 100,000 views. Congratulations. Thank you very much to Ben. Um, yes, thank you, Ben. Two of them are like 130,000. There, there is a potential in the future that cumulatively they will reach um, half a million, which will be wild. Wow. Wow. Mm. So the ones we started with were things like Clive's so hot. 
um, I, what, I thought. What were, was the one Cliff is gaming? Uh, when he says, "Come to me, Ifrit. I want to be Ifrit." Yeah, that one. I'm not going to attempt to do Ben Star's voice. No, you couldn't. I, you couldn't possibly. So there were a lot of uh, hot, 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 boom, 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 sexy, whatever. <laughs> but there was one word I added in. A word, a tweet. Well, there was there was one word that I searched for that was included in two of the tweets, which was the word dick. And okay. I think that is what Ben didn't want to say. Although there was one be- there was one before that, which was... So I think as far as we got in the podcast was, if the FF16 sex scene isn't between Gav and Clive, then what's the point? Yeah. The next one was where he stopped, <laughs> which was, I read that Final Fantasy 16 has sex, and I need to know who's involved and whose bottom is Clive. <laughs> Whose bottom would Clive be? Sid. Your, Sid. Mm, no. Sid's definitely first bottom. Toggle. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> hey. God. That would be banned in Saudi Arabia. Uh, no, <laughs> genuinely, I think it's Gav. Like, Gav and Clive together. Gav is definitely like a dumb top. Yeah. <laughs> Don't well, look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Gav could be persuaded. What? To bottom. Nah, I don't know. No, 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 no. I feel like he doesn't clean back there. I bet it's all like stuck in like dangleberries. Yeah, it's like I don't want to think about that. I bet it's like shitting through a wicker basket. (laughs) (laughs) You are absolutely disgusting. The the amused grin <laughs> on Ben's face right now. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Anyway. But the last two both have the word dick in. Okay, well, here we go. These are the two. So the, the three, there was that one. And Final Fantasy 16 is great, but would be better if they let us see Clive's dick and balls. <laughs> True. I mean, he does get naked. Yeah, it's, it's too, it's very, very kind of carefully done. It's very tasteful. Yeah. Tasteful nudity with some careful camera angles. Yes. Yeah, that is true. Do you see dick and balls in The Witcher? Because you see a lot no. of um you see a lot of bobbers. Is do you see a lady downstairs? Do you see butt as well, don't you? You see butt. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, you see Geralt's butt. Yeah. When he gets out of the bath, I'm sure. Yeah. But you don't see anything else. Okay. Um speaking of though, Baldur's Gate 3. There is a very detailed character creator, which includes genitalia. And you can choose what kind of genitals you want. But, which you could do in Cyberpunk as well. But Cyberpunk was first person and you never actually got to see it in game. Mm-hmm. Whereas Baldur's Gate, they, the reason they did that is because they crafted underwear and they decided, oh, what would be under the underwear? And so you can basically run around that game butt naked. And now I really want to play it. Yeah, we should definitely do that. I think we're going to be playing off stream. We're going to be playing uh, a playthrough of something similar, aren't we? Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. We're going to have gaming nights. Couple gaming nights. Couple gaming nights. We did play a game a little bit earlier and I was like, "Mm, can we play something that's a bit more intelligent? Wow. It's a kid's game, Ben. Well, you will. Well, I'm enjoying it. It, it. I don't. I don't really vibe with Metroidvanias. Or maybe you'll vibe with this final tweet. I'm sure I will. It's got cock in it. Which was, 
How many times do Clive and Sid have to hold hands before they can start touching dicks? <laughs> well, why would they touch dicks? Like, it, why wouldn't they touch dicks? I feel like just a bit of casual. Oh, like docking. touch dicks, like yeah. When you say touch dicks, do you mean that you touch they they one of them touches the other ones, and then the other one touches the other ones, or like the actual dicks are touching? Either or, because I don't think I don't know which. It'd be less attractive. Oh, not less attractive. It'd be less kind of hot if it was just jousting. Like, get a hand on it and they get a hand on yours. That's much better. I'm sure they're docking. Yeah. Where do you dock? Do you dock under? Excuse me? I don't know how it works. <laughs> or is it docking? Is it like the actual ends? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like one snuggled into the balls or something. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How do you snuggle into the balls? Yeah, the willy just goes below the other one and then pokes into the balls. Oh, and just like snuggles up. I'll show you later. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> People are getting more than they want in this podcast, I'm sure. Oh, well, what a perfect time to end it. Wow, this has been nearly 30 minutes of filth. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening. That was Inbox. We now have, by the way, by the way, go to discord.gg. Go to if you, Discord. Yeah, just go to discord.gg. No. Go to discord.gg slash biggestbenus, discord.gg slash biggestbenus. We've now got a community in there, so you don't need to hang around in the waiting room to be approved or whatever. You just need to click a few things um, to get in there. But we do have an inbox channel, so you can just go and post your questions in there. And you don't need to wait for the question of the day. Just go and drop it in there. um, And yeah, that has just been added. And I think that's going to be a lot easier to do it like that because yeah then you don't need to kind of like oh my god i've got 24 hours to think of the question that's been asked you can just drop it in there and we'll use it at any point in conversation if you're like oh that's a fun question throw it in yeah yeah even if it's if you're in another channel and you're like oh this might be an interesting topic to discuss pop it in the inbox channel and uh, yeah we because we're going to be mainly using that to uh, to get your questions in future but yeah thank you very much um ed where can we find you you can find me all over the internet at ed underscore nights. And you can find me at biggestbenus or biggestbenus1 on Twitter. But don't follow me there, I guess. It's a horrible place. I'm sorry, I had a burp coming. That's why I had a Lovely. voice. There. Yeah, no, Twitter is, uh, is, is a terrible place. Don't go there. But also do follow us. Yes. <laughs> or swap joysticks on there. We should, yeah, stop being uh, so selfish. Follow swap joysticks on there. That's true. All right. Thank you very much for watching and listening. (laughs) We're not doing watching, are we? No. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And we will be back next Monday. Uh, Well, I think from now on, we're going to do the Swapping Joysticks podcast goes up on a Monday morning. Inbox goes up on a Friday. Nice. Excellent. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.